Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, Old Time Music with Cameron DeWitt and Friends. This week's friend is Josh Larios. We recorded this via Jam Kazam last week, Josh in Seattle, me in Portland. And unlike my recent Skype episodes, we played the musical portions of the show at the same time while hearing each other. And this episode is all about how that is possible. I want to acknowledge real quick that there have been a lot of male guests on the show lately. I've been working overtime to reinvent Get Up in the Cool during the pandemic. And between that and having a new baby and a lot less childcare, I've had less time to hunt for guests. The truth is that I always have a long wait list of male volunteers for Get Up in the Cool. Josh Larios is not one of them. I specifically asked him to do this episode. And I almost never have a waitlist of people of other genders. I'm going to try my best in the next couple months to correct the gender imbalance of the last couple months. I apologize, and thank you for your patience. I want to thank Get Up in the Cool's newest Patreon supporter, Zofie Kashmerik, I hope I pronounced your name right, and Ming Chen for upping their pledge amount. Thank you both. I lost a fair amount of gigs to COVID, and Get Up in the Cool has become way more time-consuming. So your support is a big deal right now. Thank you. All right, let's get started. Here's my interview and jam done remotely and live with Josh Larios. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Josh Larios, welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. Thanks for having me back. When I last saw you, we were in one of the libraries, one of the many fine libraries in Seattle. And today, you are in Seattle, and I am in Portland. We are in our respective homes, and we just played that at the same time. Yep, live. It's uh, a brave new world. (laughs) It's a brave new world. Now, I had always heard that that was impossible because of, like, the latency issues until... But apparently, this has been around for a while. Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's definitely impossible with things like Zoom or FaceTime or Skype. Um, because they are, you know, they're teleconferencing systems, then they're meant for, for chatting, for, for conversations and sure. conversations can tolerate a lot of lag, uh, just because, you know, we're used to it with cell phones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, uh, so we're using right now a program called Jam Kazam, which. Brilliant branding. Yes. <laughs> Jam Kazam. That's what it yeah. feels like. It's been around, um. So like this particular application has been around since I think 2014 or 2015. I yeah. remember seeing their Kickstarter for it around then. I didn't back it, but um, <laughs> maybe I should have. Uh, and it's designed to just do as much as possible to reduce the lag uh, so that you can play music together. Yeah. Um, not really sure what their business model is. It's free to use right now. Um, right. I mean, they have a GoFundMe uh yeah on on that it's like a a a little link for it that's right at the top and that's that's new in the last couple weeks because um like i in april i think when i started looking around to see whether there is a way to play you know music together online just for no reason at all just reason at all just you know (laughs) crossed my mind um they we're seeing just like a sudden spike in users. Like, right. I don't think many people had been using it since maybe 2017 or 2018. Mm. And then the article I read about them recently said that in the first couple of weeks, they saw, I think a 2,300% increase. Yeah. I, w- in I would users. imagine. Yeah. So by, you know, by this year, I think it was just being maintained by the founder. Everyone else had, had left and taken day jobs and so did the founder and he was just kind of maintaining it. Right. And now they are taking some of the money from the GoFundMe and working on it again and releasing updates and yeah. trying to improve things. It's kind yeah. of cool. I've heard that they're they're going to incorporate sometime soon like a live streaming to Facebook and YouTube kind of option. That actually already, already uh, they have done that. Oh, wow. Um, they They just last weekend maybe maybe the weekend before did a kind of virtual festival um interesting they had a couple bands on doing live kind of streamed jams from from multiple locations huh i've tested it a little bit uh i don't think my computer is powerful enough to make it work real well <laughs> but <laughs> take some juice yeah the function you know the functionality is there so you could in theory broadcast you know your live stream of your band to facebook or youtube or wherever yeah. um from wherever you are, assuming you're all, you know, connected well enough to make it work at all. <laughs> so, um, what, what does one need? What are the basics of what one needs in order to be able to do this? Right. Because it's not just the barrier to entry. There's a few barriers to entry, but one of them is uh, having a little bit of gear. Yeah. Um, so the bare minimum uh, is a Windows or Mac uh, 
desktop or laptop system with some sort of audio connection. So it doesn't run on Linux. It doesn't run on Android. It doesn't run on, you know, your phone or right. a tablet unless it's like a surface tablet or something. Yeah. Um, so you need windows or Mac and it's very helpful to have a wired, uh, network connection to your router. Now, interesting. Have you had any successful jams without an Ethernet connection? I don't know. <laughs> um, you don't know if you've had any successful I, ones? I personally have always been using a wired connection, so I don't know if there have been right. people in the jam who had Wi-Fi, uh, who are using Wi-Fi. My, hmm. my, my guess is that, you know, it will work with Wi-Fi, huh. but it will probably be subject to more dropouts and kind of audio artifacts just because um, the wired connection is a lot more like steady at sending packets than Wi-Fi is. One of the, one of the issues with having a wired connection is that most like modern laptops and computers just don't have an ethernet port. Yeah. Um, And you can get a USB to ethernet adapter for probably 20 bucks. Um, Yeah. And I like I've tried three different ones and they all work. So I don't think you need any like super high end USB to ethernet adapter. Just yeah. find, find a cheap one that's in stock. I think I might literally just like include the link to the one that I got. I think it was something like that. 20 bucks. Yeah. I yeah. think I've tried like the Amazon basics one and a Trendnet one and an anchor one. And I think they all worked mm-hmm. fine. So when we, when we tried to do this back in April, at that time, I, I did not have an Ethernet connection. Um, and the for some reason, I just had a huge block up against the idea of like, you know, internet errands, just like ordering yeah. a part just so I could do one thing. And then I was like, well, the only place that my like router can be is this one spot like deep in the messiest place in our house, (laughs) like in this (laughs) closet. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to buy like a probably a hundred foot Ethernet cable (laughs) and then to be able to like snake that around to wherever. Um, But uh, and, and something, but I eventually did it. And something else that I noticed is that. My internet connection is actually, it's still very fast with mm-hmm. the ethernet cable, but it's a little bit slower. Like, interesting. it's it's just under 100 both ways. Um, oh, huh. Um, MBIPs, I believe, yeah. <laughs> are what they're called. <laughs> like megabits per second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, um, and uh, it's just under 100 with the ethernet cable, but uh, without, it's like well over 100. It's like in the 150 because okay, yes. I so, have like super fast internet. Um, and I noticed that I, the <laughs> Jam Kazam, when we originally met mm-hmm. uh, on Jam Kazam to try it out, my latency was super low on my end. Uh, it was reading as super low, but when we tried to jam, it would not work. Yeah. And it is higher now. I think back then it was like two milliseconds. Wow. Okay. It was like super low, but we couldn't jam. And now it's like 17 milliseconds and we're jamming. I wonder just too fine. if um, it could have just been reporting wrong. Cause I know that some people have interfaces that re- are reporting like zero milliseconds latency and that's just physically impossible. Right. That's so it could be that like maybe bullshit. an update, maybe an update <laughs> to the client has made it maybe. detect things better. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. So uh, you need an Ethernet connection. Yep. Okay. Um, or, or probably. Probably. I probably. mean, I haven't actually really tried it to see 
right. if it'll work. Like I'm, maybe like with like someone local or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. Um, yeah. Or I if know, you're I like, actually, I should do some tests. If you're sitting right next to your router. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And probably, you know, if you're sitting next to your router and no one in the house is watching Netflix and there's right. no other traffic or something like that, who knows? Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell Becca to not watch Netflix. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, don't don't watch Netflix, okay? I need I need the, the imbips. Okay? You're probably fine. I don't know if she can hear me. <laughs> it's so... You don't need, like, you're probably fine because you don't need a super high bandwidth connection. Like, I've got gigabit CenturyLink fiber right now, which is great for me, but I could be using something much lower because yeah. the actual, like, bandwidth of the audio is not that much. Um, it's like 256 kilobits per second or something. Right. So, I guess that's the question. Why did people assume that it was impossible, like, physically before, and why is it possible physically? Um. My guess is that the last time people were really interested in this was when DSL was the best internet connection you were going to get. And since then, we've gotten a lot better options, um, cable with, you know, cable broadband and fiber to the house. Yeah. Um, and I mean, DSL was, was a way that like you used to link recording studios together. So you could do it professionally, mm. but I think the consumer like, there wasn't really a, a consumer level way of doing things like right, this. Right. Um, so yeah, having, having good network connections uh, in more places, I think has made it more of an option. The technology has been around for a long time. Actually. I, I don't remember how long this has been going, but I know, I know that there were um, like concerts between college campuses, thousands of miles away, hmm. maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Wow. So like the technology has been there. It's just, there hasn't been enough interest in bringing yeah. it to the consumer and maybe the consumer gear hasn't been right in, in the right place. Yeah. Some, something that uh, I think in one of the videos that Jam Kazam has, like one of the things they mentioned was like people assume that you have that, that, that real jamming in person is zero latency, but it's actually not. Oh yeah. No, it's not. I mean, you've got the speed of sound in air too. So if you're, you know, Which is surprisingly room, sluggish. It is. Like, it's, I don't, like, the rule of thumb is one millisecond per foot, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, if we've got, like, 20 milliseconds of latency between us right now, it's just like we're in a room that's maybe 20 feet across. Right. Which and, is not terrible. Yeah, and it's like, the difference is, it's like, I like playing, I like playing knee-to-knee -knee, mm -hmm. um, for volume reasons. But I would imagine for, you know, latency reasons, like real-time physical latency reasons as well. But I've noticed that in Jamkazam, because it sort of makes up for it because you can have the person right in your ear. Yeah. And so, in a way, it feels like knee-to-knee. Uh, -knee yeah, it's in interesting. That that's, that's, uh, I hadn't thought of it that way. But yeah, you're right. It does kind of concentrate the focus a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, well, uh, what, yeah, what other gear is that? Is that it? So you also obviously need some way of getting sound into and out of your computer. Sure. So like in the bare minimum, if you have a, a, you know, a computer with a sound card that you can plug headphones and a microphone into or a laptop that you can put like, you know, one of those headsets with a, a boom mic on. Sure. Like that would technically work, um, but it might not work very well. Right. So like the, the bare minimum just for testing whether it's going to work at all, you don't need much. Um, 
just some some way of connecting a microphone and and headphones to your computer but ideally you would have some kind of external audio interface which is just a um it's a box that connects to your computer with either usb or firewire or thunderbolt or whatever technology exists right now yeah <laughs> and i think mostly the usb they're probably days. mostly usb yeah. right now i have seen firewire ones for sale but those are probably on the way out yeah um and they'll have you know like xlr connectors for a mic and probably quarter inch plug connectors for an instrument input sure. um, and headphones and the 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 hardware for those is since it's like aimed at like prosumer audio it's going to be better for one for driving a better mic so you sure. can use an actual like large diaphragm condenser which you couldn't just plug straight into a computer right um but also they will probably have on a pc anyway they'll have drivers that are that are optimized for reducing the latency right because could you just use hypothetically like a one of those snowball mics one of these yeah. usb and mics I, I have done that too and it's um, worked fine I, like it has i haven't used the mic but i was in a jam with a friend who was using a snowball and it worked okay the if you can find a usb mic that has its own drivers from the manufacturer and yeah. isn't just plug and play then sure. you're going to have better luck but yeah just a plug-in usb mic would also work cool because I'm, I'm thinking about this and it's like i want to make this for people who want to because we have a little bit of pandemic time left what? Pe- you know, people are, <laughs> yeah. people are opening up and stuff, but like, and you know, people are starting to do social distance jams. I've been doing them, mm-hmm. but you know, like this is a nice, a very safe option yeah, if you can get it to work. But I, yeah. I don't want people to be overly discouraged and there's a lot of things that could be discouraging. So I want it to yes. be as sort of like, <laughs> you know, yeah. un- unintimidating as possible. So like the idea of what if you only need to, you know, do a $20 you know, Ethernet uh, adapter if, mm-hmm. if you don't have a port on your computer and then, you know, and the cable, obviously, and then like one USB mic or yeah. something like that. So, yeah, like the basic, probably pretty adequate system is probably not that, you know, if you already have a computer, it's probably not that big an outlay. Yeah. And, you know, even even outside of pandemic times, like I, I just realized, well, you know, how often how often are I, am I going to get to play with you, for example? Yeah. Exactly. No. Like there, there is a reason to uh, be interested in this outside of COVID. Yeah. Like yeah. I've, I've been in, I've been jamming with some folks up in Bellingham and Anacortes, which is, you know, 75, 80 miles away. Yeah. I don't get up there all that often yeah. and it's, it's cool to be able to play with them just regularly and maybe we'll keep doing it even after we can get together. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Also, you know, if you're interested in home recording, then you will have a little bit more gear that you can use for that. So sure. you can do, you know, double duty. Well, let's play another tune. Right. And um, I have more questions to ask you. And we'll, we'll try to we'll try to keep it from being too dry and I I T E. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, my day job is I T. Yeah. So I, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> the the world runs on uh, your people, your kind, <laughs> <laughs> and computers are terrible. So you know. Yes. <laughs> Uh, what do you it's a dirty play? job, but someone has to do yeah. it. <laughs> uh, sadly, yes. Um, yeah, what's what's next? I'm still an A, so yeah, I'd be um, down to do an A tune. Uh, do you know that? Um, there's that 
is it Mississippi Buffalo Gals? It's a, hmm. I got it from Troop Smith. Um, now, is it extremely bizarre, like Mississippi tunes? It can is sometimes not be? that bizarre. Um, okay. Yeah, no, it's it's square. It doesn't have any unexpected changes in it that I know of. I mean, throw throw it at yeah. me. Let's see. I, I don't I, know if I know it, but I know Buffalo Gals. You've probably gals. heard it, and it's you know it's got bits that are similar to the Buffalo Gals that you probably hear more, and I'm sure you can pick it up. All right, this let's do it. Easy. Um. Something like that. <laughs> I think I have played that before. I don't know if we've done it on the show, but... Yeah, I don't remember. That fell into place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. So, um, yeah, you were saying you've been having jams with uh, people 
um, in other areas of Washington. You said you've had one jam at least with a person down in Portland. Yeah, there was one uh, a couple of weeks ago, just like an open, you can make, so you can make sessions that are like private and just invite friends, or you can make an open session that anyone can see and, and just join randomly. And I had an open session running a couple of weeks ago and someone from Portland dropped in and there was, I'm pretty sure someone in Bellingham and hmm. some other folks around Seattle, um, someone out in Port Townsend. Um, last week, someone dropped in from Texas and someone from Argentina. Wow. Uh, those did not work so <laughs> okay. well. How, well, how um, was the Texas one? Um, better than the Argentina one. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, but still enough, enough out of sync that, um, it was distracting, but yeah, you know, not as bad as I was expecting, honestly. Interesting. Yeah. Cause, uh, Jam Kazam has their own interface that they say totally optimizes and like doubles the range of of their of their thing like that oh, you that, can reach even farther that uh that little box that they used to sell do they not sell it anymore i that so that was what the kickstarter was about was funding oh. funding that i forgot what they called it a jam blaster i think is what they called it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah um so those well, you are gotta still, blast some jams i know i mean it's a great idea and i've been thinking actually if if they made the software open source you could probably build your own out of a Raspberry Pi and some little, mm. you know, audio equipment. But uh, apparently, maybe a month or so ago, an update. Um, they like they don't have the resources to keep supporting that hardware. Yeah. So everyone who bought one just kind of has a a brick now. Oh no! Um, it apparently like back in March and April, it still worked, but maybe not very well. And then an update to the, the client later remove the ability to even control it. So it, uh, it unfortunately is not a going concern right now. Yeah. Cause yeah, it would be nice to have just like a little box you could buy and not have to fiddle with a computer and an audio interface and a USB adapter for your ethernet stuff. Just, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting that like you would think that, I don't know, someone would have bought, it's weird that this is the only option because when the, when I <laughs> installed this, this program. Uh, now, I do I do not want anything to be misconstrued as shade <laughs> in, the, in what I'm going to say. Because um, I realize that this is a very small operation. Oh, yeah. And the fact that we're doing this right now makes any criticism that one could have irrelevant. Right. Ultimately, I would say. But this looks like... This looks like the old school, like Blizzard. Um, like if you wanted to play like StarCraft, uh, it's like the Blizzard Online, <laughs> like it's, from the from two thousand. It looks exactly is, like it. Yeah, the interface is uh, dated. Let's say. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I'm not colorblind, but I, I suspect if you have colorblindness issues, it's probably a horrible slog to try and make it work um, yeah there's this one bar that's it's all teal and everything in the bar is, is basically is just different shades of teal yeah it, it's not my favorite interface <laughs> I, I have to admit <laughs> um but yeah like you said the fact that it, it exists at all is you know pretty great so it's it's i will say though it is not the only option for this okay. type of thing um have you tr tried other stuff? There, so the other two 
pieces of software I've tried um, take slightly different approaches. Well, okay. There's one piece of software called um, soundjack.eu, which is, I think, developed by uh, an academic researcher in Germany and his grad students. Hmm. And it is very much like Jam Kazam in that it... Um, there's like a central server where you can find sessions to join. And as you're playing, the audio goes like straight between all the participants, yeah. which is, which is one of the ways that it keeps the latency down is that mm. you're never like having to send audio way far out to a server somewhere and have it come back. It's interesting. It's like between us directly, Interesting. which is also a source of some of the issues that people have. If their network doesn't work quite right, then you get problems with sound. Oh yeah. I mean, are there like, is that like a, are those technical things or are those like privacy or firewall issues? It's, yeah. It's usually, um, I think, so I haven't run into this at all myself, but I think there are some internet service providers who put you behind like another level of abstraction. Yeah. So if you don't have your router accessible to the public internet, it can be trickier to get the, the packets into your computer. So Jam Kazam and Soundjack both use that same approach. Um, uh, Soundjack doesn't have a dedicated like client application. So, well, I mean, it, it has a little application that just handles passing the audio from your interface into a web page. And there's like a web interface that you do all the control with. Um, it's more difficult to use yeah. if it's... <laughs> I don't want to say it's user hostile um, because, and, and they are definitely making improvements and working yeah. on it. Like the, the developers of that have been pushing out updates, I think even faster than Jamkazam has been because they're seeing the same thing where people are joining in droves. Yeah. But it is less suited to people who aren't looking for kind of technical nerdery and poking at things. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So as weird as Jam Kazam's interface is, it is the a little least friendlier. hostile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's another program called Jamulus, which I like that name the most. Jamulus is a fun Jamulus. name. It sounds like, you know, a Star Trek name. Very much. You know, from the Jamulin Empire. Um, and it takes a little bit different approach where instead of having everyone's audio going to everyone simultaneously. Mm. There is a central server where the audio goes and gets mixed and sent back out. Yeah. Um, and I think if everyone's on a super fast network and one person is running the server, it's probably fine. Yeah. But if you're using a server that's just somewhere out on the internet, it increases the latency. Yeah. Um, I found its interface to be actually pretty good um, comparatively but I may be a little atypical there. Um, well, I, uh, I hope that's if, if people keep on giving to this, to this GoFundMe, I hope that they're able to like get on a larger team, make yeah. it like a little, a little easier to use. Um, maybe make an iPhone app at some point. Yeah. Uh, because I just figured out how to connect my phone via ethernet. Um, oh, cool. It's actually not that hard. Huh. So it's like, it's totally possible. That. Uh, yeah, I just did it for my, um, porch pride show and oh, cool. okay. cause I, cause I, I didn't want there to be any skipping you right. know, of, um, a video or, or audio. And, yeah. uh, I don't think that there was, um, and yeah, if there was, it was probably on much. the receiving end, you know? Yeah. But, um, 
yeah. So like, I don't know. I hope, I hope that something happens with this because like you said, even after, you know, vaccines start getting handed out, hopefully for not very expensive. Um, (laughs) even after that, like, this is like a cool thing because I only get to jam with you, uh, you know, a couple times a year. Um, so it would be cool to jam more than that. Yeah. And there's a bunch of folks down in, you know, Northern California and maybe central California that I know who would be fun to try and connect with. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. And someone in Argentina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what do you what do you want to play next? Should we play another tune? Uh, yeah. What do we got? Do you want to do another another A tune or, or switch keys? Um, I think my my tack head's in D, so at some point I would love to play play yeah, a few um, bassy ones. Yeah. Um. Do you know that um. Uh, Howard Spencer calls it Mace Bell's Civil War March. I don't think so. It's, uh, it's it's got another older Bonaparte title, I think. Let's do it. Um, I don't I don't know enough about banjo tunings. It's it's modal ish. I don't know if you'd have to retune or not. Let me see. I I t- I play all my modal tunes out of uh, out of standard. Okay, personally. So how's this one go? But I'm weird. I'm not sure. I normally play this cross. Let's see. Yeah, that one. I love this tune. Okay. What's it called? Uh, Howard Spencer calls it, or uh, Howard Rains, sorry, calls it. Um, <laughs> I <yeah>. love it. <laughs> you know, Spencer and Rains call you it Mace Bell's. You know that's how it would go down if one of them took another. <laughs> totally, yeah. Uh, they call it Mace Bell's Civil War March, I think, or Mace Bell's Civil War tune. Okay, cool. Um, because they got it from, I think, P.T. Bell, who got it from Mace Bell. But it's also... Like it's in old tune books from the 1840s as maybe Bonaparte That's crossing it. something. That's it. Bonaparte crossing something else. <laughs> well, I've, I've only, it's only happened on the show once and it was, and it was Becky Hill uh, dancing it. So we okay. haven't had anyone fiddle it yet. So I'd All say right. let's, let's do it. Well, we might not still because we'll, <laughs> we'll, well let's see, we'll see if how it happens. Goes. Yeah.
slightly different than the one that I've heard before. Okay. And I I may be remembering it a little funny because I'm pretty sure as I play that that I don't normally play that in cross. Um, <laughs> so who knows? Um, well, I thought it sounded great. A cool tune. <laughs> it is a good tune. It reminds me um, reminds me of the soundtrack for Firefly. Oh, yeah. You can't take the sky yeah. from me. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it is about that, but it, it sounds like it belongs on that soundtrack somehow. Yeah. It's a cowboy team for sure. Yeah. How has your life been in general, like with with all of this craziness, or uh, specifically COVID craziness? Because there's a lot of other there's stuff a lot going of craziness, on too. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I'm I'm pretty lucky. Um, yeah, I've got a job which lets me work remotely. Um, haven't really left the house more than once or twice in the last hundred something days. So now, did they let you work remotely before the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, it was always kind of a little bit of an option. Yeah. Um, but was it like a don't push it option? I mean, so I do, I do tech support and a lot of that is something that works a lot better in person. Right. Um, so some of that wouldn't have worked very well until everyone was working remotely. Right. But now that everyone is working remotely, yeah, I'm, I'm set up here pretty well. Um, my, my assistant is, younger and less living in a, a household with someone with a immunocompromised, you know, system. So yes, she can go in occasionally when there are things that, that need, um, in person. Yeah. Looking at, um, I'm super grateful that she's available for that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, we haven't like the place I work hasn't reopened exactly. There's just some staff who are able to go back and do mm. like mission critical things. So, mm. Yeah, I've been doing well. Been uh, been living the Costco delivery lifestyle. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's been really strange. We were basically planning on kind of being holed up anyway because yeah, you got new you got know, the new baby, new family member. Yeah, so uh, you know, we were planning on not working very much. We're mm-hmm. just now starting to like kind of ramp back up into work. I mean, yeah. I guess I've had more or less the same amount, which is uh, not a whole lot. I'm just trying to keep things afloat right now. Yeah. <laughs> it is getting harder to do get up in the cool episodes, but uh, hopefully some more people when I release this will, um, who might be interested in being on the show, uh, yeah. will, will get their setup going. should drop a line to uh, Johnny Colcagno. I've been trying to been... get him on the show anyway for a while yeah. because he's such a like... Uh, you know, old time dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, and like, I just like talking to old time parents. Yeah. Um, and he's been super like 
I, I haven't played with him in a while, but I know he was doing all sorts of experimentation with all the arcane settings in Jam Kazam, trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, what the best way to use it is. Bunch of Jam Kazam wizards and warlocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll probably hit him up for cool. for an interview. See if he's see if he's interested. Yeah. Um, but so you've been you've been doing a weekly jam as well, right? You yeah. That? Um, and that's the... just open. So. I, I've been kind of sporadic about it, but the, the Wedgwood Alehouse Jam that happens every Tuesday, yes. I figured, you know, people might already be in the mode of having a jam on Tuesday nights. So I've been trying to um, just have a, an open jam session on Tuesdays from like seven to nine. Yeah. Um, to see who drops in. Cool. And that's where the, that's where the guy from Argentina came in. Yeah. Um, playing, playing a drum set. Oh wow! Saying. Yeah. So yeah, it really matters. Yeah, <laughs> if the yeah. timing is. wasn't it wasn't so bad with the brushes, but when the kick came in, it was like right. okay, now I got to turn you down. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've got I'm I'm trying to do that. There's uh, right now today when we're recording this, it's during um, the Covidal Tunes. Yes. Um, Fiddle Tunes Festival online, and so I'm I'm gonna put one up with that in the title to see if anyone, I did a workshop on jam Kazam, a wildcard workshop for the COVID tunes yeah. the other day. And so we'll see if anyone has in the interim set it up and wants yeah. to hang out. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, let's, let's play a couple more tunes. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you want to play a D tune? I would yeah, love to. Yeah. Uh... Does that sound okay? To you? That's, that, that's sounding pretty close. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Well, yeah, what do you want to play? Uh, (laughs) This would actually be really fun for five miles if you play that. And we haven't done it on the show in a long time. Yeah. Unless you have another, like... Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Thank you. 
that in a while it's a good tune yeah <laughs> i like it anyway i like it too probably one of the first crooked tunes i ever learned yeah it's it's a weird one <laughs> well i think we have time for one more okay. uh and then like a little bonus track cool. um but uh yeah before we go um i guess i'll i'll have i will have uh some basic gear linked cool just in the show notes um and I, I would also like a link of your workshop that yeah, you did I for COVID tunes. Um, and anything else? A link uh, to Jam Gazam, obviously. Link to Jam Gazam, yeah. yeah. I, I would I would maybe include um it's not directly related to Jam Kazam, but I've also been having a pretty good time playing along with uh Strum Machine. Have you seen this one? Oh yeah, uh, it has like uh, you can program in chord. Yeah, you can just like and... program in a chord chart and say you know play it five times and it'll it'll put in some realistic sounding bass guitar and mando. Yeah, and right on. It's fun to play along with. Cool. Um, it's just the one guy developing it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll send you a link to the the workshop notes that I have. And awesome. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much for you know trying to demystify this for me and and for everyone. And uh, yeah, it's. Um, I know the barrier to entry is fairly high, but it's honestly not as bad as it is, as I was expecting. It's mostly mental and emotional. Yeah. And you know, you do, <laughs> you do have to be prepared to fiddle with things. Yeah. Like what it take us like half an hour, 45 minutes to get set up today. Yeah. But hopefully but next time, next time it'll be faster. Yeah. It yeah. was my first time with the new kind of setup. So yeah. 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 I, I, I look forward to maybe jamming with other folks who I don't normally play with. Lovely. Oh, do you want me to include, is there like a link to the jam or something? Do you want me to include that? Um, there isn't really, like there isn't a good way to link to a session. So right. um, I think it's like maybe if you're on Jam Kazam on Tuesday evening, 
look in the session list for one that says like PNW old time. Great. Um, something like that. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Well, what, yeah. What do you want to play for uh, yeah, final team? Um, <clears throat> if I can remember it, <clears throat> I really like that. Um, Nickerson's reel that I think the, the Vox hunters oh, played yes. on your show. Yeah. Um, That's a D tune, right? It's a D tune. I'm pretty sure. Oh, interesting. A- I'll have to relearn it for this tuning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and I also have, no one else plays it. So this yeah, would be great. I, I haven't heard it anywhere else. So. That tune's great. It's a fun tune. Nickerson's real. Shout uh, out to Vox Hunters. Yeah. Also shout out to Brian Slattery, who um, uh, I was in his house last April and I was practicing that tune and he came down and played it with me. And he likes to play tunes for like 20, 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, and... I felt like at the beginning of the session, I knew what the tune was. And at the end of the session, I didn't know what the tune was. I've, I've had a, a similar experience. Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that can be a lot of fun too. Yeah. I, I've, uh, I, I like just kind of disappearing into the tune sometimes. Yeah. And just, it's like, I don't know, trance state. He, he might argue that I knew the tune better at that point yeah. by not knowing what the tune was. But, well, I mean, uh, at some point you agree. just kind of give up thinking about it and it yeah. just kind of happens so yeah, yeah. Uh, Nickerson's real
Check out the show notes in your podcast app for links to Jam Kazam and Josh's Covidal Tunes workshop on getting set up for Jam Kazam, as well as links to buy an Ethernet to USB adapter and cable. Hope to get some tunes with you all very soon. You can support Get Up in the Cool at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Order a t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up in the Cool's Teespring store. Make sure to like and follow Get Up in the Cool on Facebook so you can see the video I posted from this episode and share it with the world. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional banjo series. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.